Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This devotional study of the Bible is designed to encourage us to draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have questions about the Bible or your walk with the Lord Jesus, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. After instructing Timothy to be diligent to show himself approved unto God in his handling of the Holy Scriptures, Paul then warns him what to avoid regarding the teaching and commentary of the Scriptures. Did we hear that? God tells us what to embrace and what to avoid. We need to hear both. In our last study, we heard about embracing, and today on Drawing Near, we will focus on what to avoid. Let's take our Bibles and turn to 2 Timothy chapter 2 and study the solid foundation of God's stands. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And our Heavenly Father, as we come before you today, we are grateful for the instruction regarding not only the truths of your word, but how to prepare ourselves to interact with your word, to hear your word, and what to embrace and avoid regarding your word. Father, we need these instructions. In our day and time, there's so many voices out there, so much more access to input with regards to the Word of God. We need help. We need to be able to distinguish what is true and what is false, what promotes godliness and what leads us to ungodliness. We need your wisdom and discernment. Please help us, Father. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Let's begin our study today by reading 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 14 and following. Paul writes, Remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and idle babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness, and their message will spread like cancer. Hymenaeus and Philetus are of this sort who have strayed concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection is already past, and they overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are His, and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. If you've been following along, you can probably tell we're taking three or four studies to cover this passage. And it probably deserves a little bit more, since we're only doing it about 10 minutes at a time. We've already looked at remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers. Then we talked about being diligent to present ourselves, or Timothy present himself, a proof to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In today's study, we look at verses 16 through 19. Timothy is encouraged going back to the first thing that we said, that they're not to strive about words to no profit. And he is told in verse 16, but to shun profane and idle babblings. The word shun in the New King James Version is translated from a word that literally means to avoid or not stand with, not stand alongside of to separate yourself from, to shun. He is not to shun individuals necessarily, 
but he is to shun profane and idle babblings. Now, of course, they come from individuals. He is to avoid, he is to stand apart. He is to be distinct from, in his teaching and in his associations, from profane and idle babblings. The idea of profane is ungodly. The idea behind idle babblings are profane and ineffective babblings. And he uses that term babbling not as some kind of important distinguishing thing. He is literally saying these kinds of things are just babblings in comparison to the truth and the status of the Word of God. Teaching the Word of God is not babbling. But these kinds of things that he is to separate himself from, not stand alongside of, but to shun, these are ungodly and idle babblings. And the reason why he is to shun them, for they will increase to more ungodliness. And quite honestly, this is the heart of the whole text, isn't it? He's already said, we're not to strive about words to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers. Well, how are they ruined? Well, these kinds of things increase or lead, result in more ungodliness. One of the great tests of the Word of God is when it is preached, when it is taught, studied, embraced, it results in godliness, increasing godliness, maturity in the faith. And that godliness is not to be evaluated according to human standards. We're not to simply look at ourselves and say, well, I'm a better person than I used to be. Rather, we need to look at the scriptures themselves and examine our lives according to the scripture and see whether or not we are becoming more godly, more godlike. That's what God desires. If we had to boil down all of scripture, we would ultimately have to say that we have the Bible so that we would know God, so that we could be in relationship with him and become more like him, more godly, more righteous. That's the idea. God reveals himself so that we can have a relationship with him and so that we can do what he wants us to do. Verse 17, in talking about these idle babblings or profane and idle babblers, he says, and their message will spread like cancer. Some translations say gangrene. It's a poison. It's not just some inconsequential thing that if we get it wrong, there's no real lasting effect. It spreads. It's a disease. It overpowers and overcomes. That's the problem. That's why it leads to ungodliness. That's why it leads to increased ungodliness. Because it spreads. It infects everything. Contrary to that, the truth of God's Word also increases in our lives, and it spreads as well, covering all of our being with the truth of God's Word and making us more godly. And so he calls out two individuals, two individuals that Timothy would have known. It's amazing how Paul will call names out as examples. He's not trying to be discreet. He's trying to be clear. He says, Hymenius and Philetus are of this sort. They're not the only ones. They're examples of these sort of teachers who are spreading profane and idle babblings to the increase of ungodliness in their hearers. He says in verse 18 that they have strayed concerning the truth. In what way? 
saying that the resurrection is already past. There's an example of profane and idle babblings. Just saying something like the resurrection is already past can work in individuals' lives, result in more ungodliness, and spread like cancer in the hearers' lives. We need to understand that it's critical that we speak the truth of God, not adding to what God has said and not taking away from what God has said. And so many people, I fear, are in danger of this with our little quips about God does this and God does that, and and we're not weighing the truths of the teaching and of the influence in our lives against the Word of God. We're not saying, is this really true? It's one thing if a beloved preacher or teacher says a thing, but is it true, or is it just ungodly and idle babblings that result in more ungodliness? Does it lead to our godliness? He goes on and says, that in saying that the resurrection is already past, they overthrow the faith of some. Now that's a statement that needs examination, but we don't have time to examine it today. So Lord willing, we'll come back to it. Verse 19, nevertheless, regardless of this activity, this teaching, these idle babblings, these ungodly things, nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands. God's word endures anyway. The foundation of the faith of true believers stands. It is not diminished by these teachers who are polluting the minds and hearts of individuals. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands. Having this seal, the Lord knows those who are his. That's part of the seal. That's part of the evidence. God knows those who are truly his. And the idea here is, He not only knows those who are truly his, but he keeps those who are truly his. Those who are truly his are his, and they will not be lost. The second part of that is, let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. We can know God through his holy word, and God certainly knows us. That's what this says. And everyone who names the name of Christ needs to depart from iniquity. God knows who we are. And we need to leave sin if we've trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, in this passage, we're warned against ruining the hearers, embracing things that result in more ungodliness, having our faith overthrown by these kinds of things. And then we're told that part of the solid foundation of God stands having this seal. Let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. We need to depart from iniquity. It doesn't say that we will be kept from iniquity. We need to depart from it. We need to lay down the old in repentance and confession and embrace the new under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, walking in the Spirit, in the fullness of the Spirit, embracing the truth of God's Word and not these profane and idle babblings. We need to embrace the truth of God's Word and depart from iniquity. Now, Lord willing, we'll come back and put all this together. We need to bathe ourselves, immerse ourselves, envelop ourselves in these truths because these are critical truths that the Lord is sharing with Timothy through Paul and therefore with us. Father in heaven, help us to think these things over. I pray that we're opening up your word and looking at it together. No doubt some people listen to this on the go. We need to come back and study this 
We can't just hear this in a few minutes and really benefit from it. The seeds help, but we need to allow this to fully grow and develop in our hearts and lives so that we, with great care and caution, obey your word. There's so much that we are studying that sometimes I'm afraid we just get the surface layer of the truth instead of the depth. Help us at times in our life to dig deep, to really immerse ourselves in these truths. And I pray your spirit will lead us to do that. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are shared. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.